Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. This week we're continuing our overarching subject matter, uh, which uh, it's just basically what I'm not saying. Because with this, when you get talking about faith becoming engaged in government, then a whole lot of red flags go up for a lot of people. They just get greatly concerned. And, and the bottom line is, is I would be concerned about someone teaching what they think we're saying sometimes. I, I would be opposed to that. See, the bottom line is, with, with this, and, and we talked about this a little bit last week, how that God, one of the things that he does with everything is he establishes boundaries. If you look at Genesis chapter 1, the, the six days of creation, you will see each day God established some form of boundary. He separated the day and the night, put a boundary there. And if you would, he also put a boundary when he separated the waters and made the dry land appear. He put a boundary on the waters. Everything God does, he establishes a boundary. And what happens a lot of times when people read scriptures, where we get a lot of error from is when a person takes one verse and just, this is it, and doesn't recognize that there are boundaries on that. There are boundaries. There, there, there are limitations that are set on it. And because of that, they'll just take it and run with it. Next thing you know, you got some kind of error. Well, what we started talking about yesterday is that part of what we're not saying is, is that we're not advocating another Holy Roman Empire type of situation. Now, let's read Matthew 16, 18, and then we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more because I want to take it down another direction uh, so you understand some of the dynamics of what's designed to keep that from happening. And he says, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, I'll build my ecclesia, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Now the word ecclesia, the primary meaning of it, it was the name for the legislative body of the Greek city-states. Now, isn't it amazing that Jesus, in talking to Peter <laughs> about, you know, who do you say that I am? Oh, you're the Christ, the Son of the living God. Flesh and blood hasn't revealed to you this to you, but my Father in heaven. And you're Peter, and on this rock, I'm going to build my ecclesia. I'm going to build my legislative body. The, the way I like to put it, is I'm going to build my culture builders. In other words, I'm going to affect the culture through those who understand that I am the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, because he goes on, he says, I give you the keys of the kingdom. 
What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. What you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That's what legislative bodies do. They either allow things or they disallow things. They either they bind it by putting a stop to it or they loose it by allowing it. So with this, now going back to the, the Holy Roman Empire, yesterday we talked about the fact that the only way you can get there is by violating the jurisdictions of self-government, family government, and civil government. See, with that, God does not intend for church government to dictate to the others. Now, if you would, I, I, I like to use this as an illustration. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the exact meaning of, of the passage. But Paul talking to Timothy uh, in his letter to him, the pastoral epistles, he said that the church was the pillar and the ground of the truth. And see, with that pillar and ground, uh, if you would, you know, my dad, for part of his life, he was a carpenter. And he, you know, he had his tools. He, he always had his tools, even when he wasn't making a living as a carpenter. He had the tools. And if you would, you know, when I hear the pillar and ground of the truth, you know, the pillar and the ground. <laughs> if you would, that looks a whole lot like what we would call a carpenter's square. You see, the church is supposed to be speaking into self-government, speaking into family government, speaking into civil government. Not having control. The only part the church has control over is its own affairs, its own jurisdiction. It doesn't have control, nor should it have control. And by, by this, I'm talking about where it is under the jurisdiction of the church. No, the civil government, family government, self-government should be hearing from the church. And that brings us up to a whole nother thing. You see, the bottom line is we, we talk some about self-government, we talked some about family government, but we hadn't been talking about civil government hardly at all. Very few people have ever been talking about what the Word of God says about civil government. And so if you would, there, there's more teaching on self-government, less teaching even on family government, and almost none on civil government. And if you would... The, the level of issues, you know, there's a lot of people that have issues with self-government. But there are people that their self-government is good. But I don't know if you've noticed, but the family uh, across our nation has been disintegrating. Uh, it, it, it's falling apart. And part of it is there's not enough teaching. The church isn't being the pillar and the ground of the truth when it comes to family. You know, I mean, even today, you, you, you've got churches. Uh, I mean, not that it's just on these two issues, but you've got churches today that are embracing abortion. You, you've got 
you've got churches that are embracing uh, uh, lifestyles, sexual lifestyles that are not advocated by the Bible. And so the family is disintegrating. And then because, because we've done less teaching on that than we have self-government. But then when it comes to civil government, we've almost left that untouched with the exception of a few people. And so as a result of that, when you look at our government, our government is getting really haywire because the church isn't speaking into it. The church is not to have authority over the government. The church is not to have authority over the family. The church is not to have authority over the individual. Now, I understand there are churches that if, you, if you're a member of that church there, then bless God, you have to do this or you're going to be kicked out. You gotta, you know, they've got a list of things. You've got to be this way or you're not going to be in us. You're not going to be one of us. Well, you know, and that's their prerogative. But at the same time, God did not give the church nor the ministers the right to make your personal decisions. Didn't do it. Now, the church, again, is to be that pillar and ground of the truth. You see, what do you find out with that uh, carpenter square? You see what's not in alignment. <laughs> you see what's not square. It, it's not alignment. It's bowed out over here. It's, it you know, it's in, comes in too far here. Because, it you know, perfect alignment, it matches. The church is, if you would, to hold that standard up for self-government, for family, for civil government, but not to have the control of it. See, where, where the Holy Roman Empire went wrong is they began to exercise control. God has called us to influence. Now, the thing of it is, especially in, in our country, where we have a democratic republic, if you would, again, I know this is a little pet peeve of mine, so I'm going to share it again. The United States of America is not a democracy. The Constitution does not call it a democracy. The Constitution calls it a republic. The uh, Pledge of Allegiance to the flag calls it a republic. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. We are a republic that those representatives are democratically elected. We are a democratic republic, primarily a republic. You see, now with that, in other words, really what that means is we are to be a government of laws. We are to be a government of principles. There are principles that we are supposed to operate off of. And even the elected officials are supposed to, emphasis on supposed to, align with those principles. We've got a whole lot of them getting out of line with them in the last number of years. But with this, we're not a democracy. We're not a democracy. But the church, as that 
pillar and ground of the truth speaks truth into self-government, but the person still makes their decision. The church, as the pillar and ground of the truth, is to speak into the family, but that family still has their choice to make. The church is not the head of the home. The church isn't. And so even though, again, we've seen examples of churches dictating to families, that's wrong. Churches dictating to individuals, that's wrong. We are the pillar and ground of truth. We're just supposed to speak into that. And then within our own jurisdiction, you know, there's nothing wrong if, if a church decides, you know, if, if you practice this, then you can't serve in a position. There's nothing wrong with it. That's within their jurisdiction to do that. But the bottom line is dictating that individual's choices, dictating that, family, that family's choices, dictating the choices of the government. Those are all violations of those jurisdictions. That is what the Holy Roman Empire did. It violated all of those. And you see, with this, that comes down to what people call a theocracy. That God's in control of it. That there's that the ch God through the church dictates everything. That no, that's not what we're saying. We're saying the church is supposed to speak into it, and we're also saying church people should get involved in it and make it as good as it can be made. Would God bless you? Have a great day. Ray Appard Pages. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 312. Augustus Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augustus Seed online at AugustusSeed.com.